Dying Alone Together is brought to you exclusively by Aaron Carr Skincare. Clean holes, full hearts, can't lose. Oh, <laughs> That's wanna... a Friday Night Lights. <laughs> I'm absolutely ready for that to be on a pillow. <laughs> uh, I used to, I used to uh, uh, joke with a former ex-boyfriend whose mother had all of those like sayings mm-hmm. in like photo frames and like crocheted and this and that. Listen, and yeah. anytime he would, anytime something would come up like that, I would say to him, it was like. Did your mom have that crocheted on a pillow? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I... Probably. My brother and sister-in-law have decals on the wall of their house. It's, you know, it's some people love that. I mean, I have a decal of the Enterprise D in my bedroom. That's, so. yeah, but it's live, love, laugh. You know what I mean? <sighs> anyway, that's okay. Not hating a little. I'm hating a little. It's... Uh, it's the pumpkin spice of wall decor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we are back with another episode of Dying Alone Together, and we've decided that today's topic is going to be um, um, anal freshness. Yeah, I'm something. It's I'm sure something that we've all touched on. We've all touched on um, yeah, right in the podcast already, but I think it, it's worth a deep dive. Yep. I I um, inserted an Altoid before this conversation just to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That would burn. Yeah, no, I think certainly. that would burn. That Listen, would sting. Yeah, nothing should go up your butt that isn't completely designed to go up your butt, I feel like. I mean, people are adventurous. I once, I just talked. by that? No, I mean, hey, I uh, was talking to a guy recently who said he did have a phase whenever he was like a horny young person where nothing was safe. And I was like, that's a good way to put it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. But um, we were just, yeah, talking about butt the stuff. The remote. <laughs> Hey, I don't know. I'm sure someone has. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sure a remote. No, I'm I sure remote. no. I was never one of my interest. favorite jokes. This is off topic. One of my favorite jokes is whenever anyone's telling me like how large something is, I'm like, can you put it next to remote control? I don't. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> that's the only way, that's the only way I know how big something is. I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't know what seven inches. Can you put it next to remote? <laughs> yeah, that reminds me. So on Apple phones, there's a measuring app. Um, you know what I mean? Have you seen it? Like Mm-mm. you turn on your camera and it measures distance from the camera. Like it has I've a sensor. seen that. And then you can like measure. It's like great if literally it comes in handy whenever you're actually like figuring out how to, you know, uh, put a desk in or something. Right, 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 but right. I love a dick pic with that app open. Like That's it's funny. a screen cap of the dick and you see exactly how much it's measured by Apple. Anyway. Yeah. I also want to see it on like Thank a you. food scale. Oh, like totally. I want the weight. I want how many ounces. Oh, a heavy dick. Thank you. I want, I want d- <laughs> heavy dick. I want dick measured by the ounce. <laughs> hey. Wait, that's a great song. Dick, dick by the pound? <laughs> okay, but... I'll write but that later. Freshness. <laughs> Let's get... <Anal> freshness. <laughs> Reeling in. I don't know Reeling what in, is happening to us this weekend. This, these four episodes that we've recorded this weekend... We've started early today. Wild. Yeah. Um. All right, so anal freshness. And the reason this has come up is because I had a story... Mm-hmm. Oh, right. This was inspired by a story. So I was, I went on a date with a guy. He was as, so the journey of me uh, coming to understand what he did for a living started with, he was a photographer. So he was a photographer. He took very great photos. He is very handsome, uh, ginger hairy daddy, Mm. like very much into it. We met on a hookup app. So like already saw the X pictures. He has a 
monster dick. <sighs> and it was just like, I, yes. And he's like, well, I'm actually, you know, we were flirting and talking about sex, but then he was also, I am, you know, I would be interested to maybe see if there's additional chemistry if you wanted to like grab a drink sometime. And I'm like, yes. Oh, yes, really? please. This is meant, this is like r- two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go out for a drink. It's nice. It's fun. And I said, and he talked to me about like, he lived nearby too, like where he lives and everything. And he's like a freelance photographer. I was like, well, you must be very sick because he lived in a very fancy building. Yeah, to be freelance anywhere with any industry is right. And he lived rough. in the center of Hell's Kitchen in a fancy in a fancy building. I was like, you must be very successful. Yeah. And he was like, oh well, that's. I mean, I make almost no money from that. I was like, oh okay. He was oh. like, I escort. And I oh. Was like, oh yeah. So I like like I that's I take that in. I was like, okay, okay. Do I have a problem with this? Not necessarily. Boom. Okay. Okay, fine. And I was like, uh, but I did say, like, I was like, I have a lot of questions. Yeah, right. Like, this is, do you, do you care if we talk about this? He was like, no, fine. So I asked him a bunch of questions about, you know, has it been a problem being in a relationship before? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, how does it work and what do you do? And like, I just found it very interesting. Of course. Um, And he was the, he was like a very like mild mannered, um, kind of shy, kind of like, like the the person who like always has a monster dick, who's just a little like, uh, and, and the idea of him in the bedroom then being this just like dominant, you know, like, but like in, in like, I like the switch. Oh yes. I like the switch mm-hmm. and do like, mm-hmm. and then like, and now this is sex persona and yeah. I love when it turns. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. So I'm like, I'm like, I could be into this and he's an escort. So he's like good or at least can, that's how he makes his fucking money. Yeah. So he's good at sex. He's a sexy person. He seems kind and sweet. I was like, this is all lining up. Like this could be a person I could date. This Ooh, yeah. is, this is, and it'd be interesting and new for me. I like this. We, get ready to have a second date and we talk about basically that we're going to have sex after that second date and we picked a restaurant that was not conducive to me taking a dick after mm-hmm. and i said sure just i just want to make sure you know when we go back to your place i'm still living with the ex uh when we go back to your place i just need to make sure everything is together yeah give me 15 minutes put on a tv or put on music turn it up well, I, what i do is i run the faucet oh hell yeah so you can't hear if there's a if there's a noise and I as tell things them, are being I've told them to put on a show, put headphones on. <laughs> like, like, do not hear me. <laughs> I put my I put on my music. Yeah. I do a playlist of my of my singles. <laughs> and just come in from the bedroom. And then you leave. Yeah. <laughs> you... Eat this up because oh, <laughs> <my>. <laughs> <laughs> I get it though. Leave. <laughs> that just hit me. Yeah. I'm gonna play this for my songs. I tell them to subscribe to Spotify and I leave. Uh, no, I, I, um, so I, I, I. Anyway, so I said, mm-hmm. you know, as long as I, as long as I can use your restroom and just make sure everything's okay. Right. And he was like, and his response was, or don't. And I was like, uh, um, what do you mean by that? And he said. I love a dirty hole. Okay. And it was done. <laughs> that was it. Same for me. I was just like, no. No. This is I, not going to work. Right. And we no. talked. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that would end the game for me as well. Unfortunately right. or fortunately, I don't really know. I don't want to label it as like one or the other, really. Listen, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. I am certified fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like, yeah, I... I mean, being gay, it's a part of the game. Like, there's and that's the difference. Right, right, right. There's being cool with the fact that it's a human body. We know it's a, it's an, you know, for some people, for everyone, it's an exit for sure. But sometimes you want to use it as an entrance, and so come on, my door. Yeah, stuff happens, and 
it's shitty to to be annoyed or angry about that, especially in the moment, because it's a human body. Right. There's a difference between it's shitty to be annoyed. <laughs> Sorry. There's a difference between being cool and understanding and just down with the fact that like shit happens. Right. And you're playing with fire to begin with. Right. And it's just part of the game. And yeah. if it happens, it happens. And, right. and you, you, you clean up and you, you don't make anybody feel bad. And you just, you have a oh, yeah. good attitude. And you just, that's just, that you just roll the dice sometimes. Yeah. There's a difference between that mm-hmm. and keep it messy. I mean. And, <sighs> you know, we can talk about kink shaming a little bit or whatever, because there's some people like you've mentioned who are kind of interested or kind of I'm surprised it hasn't come up on any of our scruff swiping. I continue to get because I I don't want to block him because I don't I don't want to be rude. Sure. But he messes he woofs me every day and his profile is come over and take a shit in my mouth. Oh god. And he's just constant. And if you want me to shit on you, like I'll 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 insult you. Oh. But I'm not gonna shit on you. Yeah, I yeah, for whatever reason my brain doesn't do Your art sucks. There. (laughs) <laughs> I'll shit on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not. Your friends don't really like you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's ways to, I don't know. Um, Your mother regrets not getting an abortion. But, there, yeah, I shit yeah. on you. you but know, that's are... all I'm going to do. Sure. But I I don't know. I kind of want, I want to, we, we mentioned earlier like the yucking yums kind of thing or right. whatever. And how this is just like a thing that I can't do. If you can do it, I'm not going to really like think that you're a bad person, but it's. Because I can't, it, it's not a. It's not a choice. Right. If you're into that, like you can't help that that is something that 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 makes chemistry work and makes you attractive. You right. cannot help that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's your I pleasure sure, receptors are going off. I'm sure if you could yeah. turn it off, sure. you probably would. It probably makes so. life a bit easier. Yeah. You know, but you can't. Yeah. So so even though I'm not into it, mm-hmm. And it, and it it hits my revulsion center. I'm, yeah. I'm not only just not into it. I'm just like, but, right. That's just that is my physical response. But mm-hmm. I don't think you're a bad person. I don't think you're not deserving of love yeah, or affection. Exactly. It's just With no chemistry here. No chemistry here. No, I you know I don't know. I've it's I've, not a moral thing. It's just it's you're programmed in a way that's just not going to work with me. Yeah, and I have had spontaneous sex, and thankfully it's mostly, it's been lucky, but I've also had spontaneous sex where, uh, you know, it wasn't perfect. And whenever I'm a top, it's usually... the you, bo- you had a story. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a few, I, well, recently I went over and had sex with a friend, and um, they were like, it was a situation where they were home for hours or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can show up around this time. Is that cool? Awesome. Great. Showed up. Um, I topped them. And before we kind of gotten uh, down to business, it was a little like, uh, well, I haven't bought them in a while. So let's, you know, hopefully this, this goes right. Let's try. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no pressure, of course, but I'm down to try. Yeah. And it was successful. I fucked him and he's like, yeah, it's been a while. And God, I'm glad that everything went well. And I was like, yeah, what do you mean? He's like, you know, I, I just, it's been so long since I, uh, bottomed and I like didn't prepare and it looks great. I'm like, you didn't prepare, which like blows my mind a little bit to like be down to receive because I can't. You're at home. Yeah. You're down to to receive. You're hosting, you're down to receive and you didn't prepare, which is like, it did go well. And so there's no harm, no foul. Right. But, uh, not my, not my strategy. I, no. if I have an opportunity to, to, to ensure that things are awesome, I will ensure that I take that opportunity. Absolutely. 
God, I I get all dressed up with nowhere to go. Oftentimes, like I'll be ready for no reason. Like, well, I don't waste not want not. If I am prepared and I have not been able to um, procure mm. uh, a service, uh, I don't pay for it. And no judgment. I just I, it may sound like I'm paying for it. Sure. I usually don't pay for it. Um, An activity. I don't think I ever have paid for it. Um, almost did once. Um, I paid for porn, which is similar. It's not the same, but it's, um, you know. But, but anyway, to say, if I've done it, like, if I can't find anybody, mm-hmm. I'm breaking out Brian. Who's Brian? Let's title this episode. Who's Brian? <laughs> Brian yes. is what I bought with my bonus um, uh, uh, right when the pandemic hit. So I received the biggest bonus I have ever received in my entire life three months before I was laid off. Okay. It was the amount of my salary at okay. that place. Mm-hmm. I basically got a full year of salary as a bonus. Right. And and this didn't cost that much, but I just felt like I got money. So like this goes in the bank, this goes to savings, this goes to that, and this I'm going to have some fun with. And right. a little piece of that fun piece was it's the pandemic and I have – it just started. We don't know any – we're still washing our mail. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I'm – how long it's going to be before I'm ever fucked again. Right. I'm buying a fuck machine. Okay. What? Whoa. So I have one. His name is Brian. Uh, He's in there. Uh, I just think it's funny to call him Brian. Yeah. I was um, like, it's inanimate. It's inanimate. Like, I was yeah, ready no, for that. His name is Brian. Oh. Uh, it uh, has multiple attachments. Um, that's Brian texting me, telling me he's lonely. Um, uh, <laughs> I heard you. It has a little, little machine that you control. <gasps> it pistons. It's a piston. It's a, it pisses it's, in. It's, it's, can be quite intense. Oh, if, wow. Like, I'm, we've never turned that dial to 11. Is it a loud machine? No. I'm just curious about it's all a, of it. It's a light, like an electric car. Mm-hmm. Like a light hum. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I use it a white noise machine as well. I fall asleep <laughs> to it. So, uh, <laughs> while using it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just passed out. <laughs> God. I need that to fall asleep sometimes. My insomnia is just really crazy. Could you imagine just waking up and just still being just like, like, oh, oh, God. Too early. Hey, Too if early. it works for you to fall asleep, I'm not going to tell you no. I'm That's a gonna... true bottom. Yeah. Some, just like, fuck me to sleep. Mm, mm. Fuck me gently to sleep mm. with my white noise machine plus Sweet machine. dreams. Sweet, Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. <laughs> Yes, uh, his name is Brian because it's funny. He comes, yeah. with, he has, comes with multiple attachments. I have two attachments. Um, um, uh, so even if you're fresh and you don't get a dick, you get Brian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something's like something's going in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I never, I almost never use a plug or a dildo if I'm masturbating or myself because to use your hands yeah. to like provide the force, not good leverage. It's not good leverage, and it's just like. That's why I have a suction cup dildo to like stick to. But even that, like I, I've done that a little bit still. and mm-hmm. that's still a little like, I don't, listen, I'm not an inactive bottom. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big participant. I am. You've not learned anything from this. Right. So well, no, I'm saying like, I'm not a starfish bottom, which is something uh, my last boyfriend really liked. Oh. He would like, he would just be like, lay still. Like he like, he did oh. not want me to move. Oh, he wanted okay. me to like starfish on the bed mm-hmm. and him do his business and then like walk away. Interesting. He was very, that's, it was his general, and we worked into, I was like, I need to be a participant in this activity. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, so I, I, to not say that I, like, I, I am work. an active, but yeah. when I am masturbating and if I'm, if I'm playing in that arena, I don't want to provide the force. Yeah. 
I want something else to be doing it to me. Yeah. Rather than like me backing up on something or me I... sitting on something or. Oh, geez. I almost broke my chair. Oh. Um, <laughs> I it too hard. No, it's just, I, there's a little coaster thing underneath it. I oh, like I see. It. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I don't want to. I think I, I bought sex toys to be better at bottoming, but I right. think the fact and that's fair. They're inanimate, and I think my motivation. What are their names? Oh, oh, you know, it, the thing is, they're so inanimate to me that I haven't even personified them because I need, like... In our next segment. We'll name. <laughs> we'll be naming I'll Jesus. bring them in and give them each a unique name. Mm-hmm. But I don't have fun within with, like, fucking myself, I guess, because it's just... I don't know. My motivation is to make someone feel good sometimes. Or not the only motivation, but I oh, need that I... element, that ingredient to kind of, like, be a mutual enjoyment kind of thing. To bottom and like I, it. I, I usually I derive pleasure from service. No, it's like I just like I'm, it's a piece of plastic. I'm like, man, I don't know. This thing isn't enjoying this at all. It's like it regrets being a dildo, maybe. Like I just like would think like if I like there's no. <laughs> Hold on, you have not personified <laughs> your dildos. I have However, little, yes, I personified them in in, in a pessimistic way. <laughs> You think they're all very unhappy to Could be you there. imagine being like like a Toy Story thing about sex toys? And they're all really someone pissed off. Someone has to have done it. That's of course. Oh my God, of course. That someone has to have done but it. Like being so pissed off. Like, oh God, I hope I die and come back as like a, you know, a Barbie or something. But like. <laughs> it's just some like multi-pronged, like, like, like this is spinning, that's spinning, yeah. that's thrusting like a bop it. It's like going nuts. It's just like, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Same. Yeah, I don't know. I can't like. I just wanted to be a tuck truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Anything else? A water filter, please. But like, <laughs> kill me. <laughs> yeah, like there's nothing enticing about it. That would be a funny skit. You need it prop comedy. It's like it's a bop it, but it's fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, let's. I'll get to writing. Yeah, just multiple things. All right. Well, we're going to um, uh, start uh, making our new prop uh, mm-hmm. and naming JJ sex toys in this break. And in our next gonna, giveaway. And you're going to listen to this ad. In a post-pandemic world, uh, Omicron variant aside, uh, I've really prioritized self-care. I don't think I was doing a lot of it during the pandemic, though that whole period of time is quite hazy. Uh, I definitely wasn't washing my face every morning like I used to. I definitely wasn't moisturizing like I used to. Certainly wasn't brushing my hair or making my bed. And I've really made an effort post-pandemic to like get back into good habits. And one of those, you know, good habits, honestly, is skincare, which is why I'm very happy to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Aaron Carr. Aaron Carr reinvents natural skincare with daisy flower, aloe, willow bark, marine algae, and green tea to brighten, lighten, hydrate, tone, and cleanse. They've upped the ante with safe, clinically proven ingredients like peptides, hyaluronic acid, and antioxidants because, darlings, natural ingredients simply can't work alone. The result is a universal skincare line that addresses conditions ranging from acne to aging with superstar, non-irritating, natural, and clinical actives for every skin type. And of course, they are cruelty-free and their products are never tested on animals. So darlings, here's your chance to have your cake and eat it too. You can indulge your skin with top-of-the-line naturals and keep it healthy with top-of-the-line science. Hashtag trust science. Some secrets are just too good to keep, so you can share Aaron Carr with your friends and family and become a skincare hero. For great skincare solutions, go to AaronCarr.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-C-A-R-R-E.com. 
Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Because of your support, they support us. Welcome back, everybody. We were in our swipey segment. Do you have... So we spent a lot of time on... No, we did we did scruff last time. Right. We did the the, the thirst trappy. Yeah, thing. we did scruff. Is there anything else we want to? Let me take a look at the the options again, and then. Uh, so I am on OkCupid, Hinge, Tinder, Grinder, and Scruff. Um, Grinder. Grinder. We're just in a horny mood. I think so. I was like, not uh, OkCupid would be fun because we haven't touched it in a minute, but um, I don't know. So I've got a brand new grid because you I'm moved. in a new apartment. Oh, so uh, things are new. I've obviously already explored it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, so we are in the grid. Mm-hmm. Why don't we look and see? I love that there is a faceless profile with five stars as their name. I don't know. Let's investigate that. Okay, so what we're seeing is the sixth square. Right. Circle takes the square. Uh, the sixth square on our... Uh, uh, grid. Grid is blank, pro, br- blank pic, no picture. Right. But five no star picture, review. But five stars. Not a review. Okay. Their name. Okay. I'm putting my hand over the phone so you don't see. Do you think... What do you think gets the five stars? Um, if he has specifics mm-hmm. about what is the five star, what do you think it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so obviously without any evidence, what immediately comes to mind, I think he's got like a five-star bottoming. Uh, I'm going to say head. Oh, I'm yeah. going to say it's five-star head. You know what? That tracks for like an anonymous profile. Let's check it out. So we know this person is 33. From New York City. Ask me about it. Oh. Not DL. I have pics to share if we are compatible. Happy, Happy hole hunting, hunting, boys. Five mm-hmm. seven Latino. Unpack this. Clean cut, single. Chat dates friends right now. Okay, not DL, but no profile picture. Which is he's only going to send it if he's interested. He's not just going to put himself out there. Right. And okay, but okay, I have no idea what the five star is. Right. The Happy hole hunting boys. Is he? Mm-hmm. Is a he hole. a fellow hunter? Right. Or a hole? Or is he a hole to be hunted? Right. Right. It's ambiguous right now. Uh, doesn't it? Doesn't say nothing. Nothing. No preference. Uh, also, listed. from New York City, ask, ask me about it. This is someone I guess who travels a lot. Yeah. You know what? I bet this person is mildly is either famous or e or is a f- not fame or like is a known person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's uh, it's tra- good tracking, I think. If you like, because like because it's not the because when you have a faceless profile, it's usually either you're not or 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 I know. not out. Uh, I'm just the mystery I, is really exciting. I'm hitting a wolf. We will let you know during the segment. Not a wolf. It's grinder, a flame, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. We'll let you know if we receive anything. See, so apparently mystery works on us that much, at least. I mean, I was fully expecting to be like, five-star head, available at this corner, mm-hmm. uh, open mouth, waiting for <laughs> you know, a human jizz bucket, here for you, five stars, yeah, yeah, see yeah, me yeah. on Yelp. That all, that all made sense to me. And, and that's not what we got. All right, well, maybe it is a celebrity. Maybe they're a five-star chef. Anyway. Maybe they're a Wolfgang fuck. <laughs> JJ laughed so hard he threw his head back and knocked off his headphones. I wasn't ready for that. That was great. All right. Let's keep looking at Grinder. I'm very sharp this weekend. Um, uh, okay. So we're still on Grinder. That was our sixth square. Mm-hmm. If I 
someone with my initials. Oh. Um, I think he is very handsome. So cute. Totally. He's 500 feet away. Yeah. Uh, scruffy face, uh, salt and pepper, mm-hmm. uh, kind eyes. Agreed. Um, looking for other chill, sexy guys to hang out with and see. Okay, so who would play this person? Who would play her? Um, oh, Judd Apatow. But I feel like that. I see what you're saying, uh-huh. but this is this person is much more attractive than Judd Apatow. Sure, yeah, that's okay. You can I temper it in that direction. I think Judd's super cute. And I think he's cute, but I think this guy is like handsome. Sure, handsome. add a add a dash of like suave. Yeah, Judd Apatow's hot older brother. Okay, ah, work. Okay, work. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that sounds like something at like ballroom. Now, category is Judd Apatow's hot <laughs> older work, brother. Work, work. 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 <laughs> That's when Drag Race runs out of categories. Oh, God. It's like, today's category is, we are serving you Judd Apatow's hot older brother. I don't know why, but I'd watch it. Oh, could they do a, like, celebrity moms? Oh, that'd be fun, too. Like, you would, like, like you're, you have to dress up, it's like, you have to dress up as, like, Nicole Kidman's mom. I mean, hey, I don't know. There's, like, there's, we've got time for everything. Okay. Uh, so, 5'10", 150, versatile, describe himself as a geek. Have we spoken before? Oh, yeah. No. Okay, cool. He gets a... Fresh meat. That's not what I'm going to write. Oh. He gets a <laughs> fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> and then a picture, a selfie that I take right now of me like... Ugh. With a T-bone emoji, too. <laughs> all of it. Fresh meat, baby. You get a high handsome. That's a normal. Do, um... Did you... Okay, there was a discourse on Twitter not too long ago about handsome that I didn't pay attention to, but there were people popping off... I think one person, like... Lord, I'm already... Um, my my shackles are already... No. What's basically, the word? I'm already, I'm, already on, I'm already ready to be like, this is not a thing. Go ba- ahead. Basically, uh, yeah, I agree. Basically, someone was talking about how, hey, handsome has become cliche because it is that easy kind of, like, greeting to the point that it has no meaning. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to explode. Who the fuck are you think you are that you deserve like what again you're not a fucking hippogriff <laughs> like like I am allowed to say hi handsome right. to anyone and everyone and if you are so fucking full of yourself that oh, that is not, you're just saying hi handsome do you say that to everybody yeah. yes yes I do who the fuck are you I know. calm the fuck down it's the same person who's mad about hi or what's yes. up you know get over yourself yeah agreed I don't know I, but it did make me think like oh you know what I do use that everywhere yeah, but oh well. Yeah, I mean, hi well. everywhere too. And people say hi to you on the street. Don't mm. get fucking pissed off. Could you imagine like walking your dog and like another dog walk past you and be like, hi, like, hi, that's hi. all you have for me? Oh my God. Yeah, I don't fucking know you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I say hi to my closest friends too. I know. It was hi. Like a, it was like hey. one like weekend of Twitter gays being like, oh, who has an opinion about this? And everyone sharing an opinion for no goddamn reason, which is why I didn't dig. I liked the world better when I didn't know what other people thought about everything. I, oh God, you're kind of, that's accurate. That's a very succinct way to put that. Hi, handsome is perfectly acceptable. Agreed. Hi, handsome. Hi. Hey. The only one that actually kind of, ir- I don't, it's not a disqualifier, but it does kind of irk me a little bit is when you just send the emoji hand. It's oh. like waving. We're just like, Okay. It's like, not even words. Yeah. That's almost a little like, you had to go and find it. Right. Unless it's, I mean, emoji like most recently used, maybe that's their, Maybe. You know. That um, that feels a little, that's like, that's, it almost feels like, like you're in a bar and someone just like looks at you and just like, does like the head nod. I mean. But that would be hot. Yeah. I'd be into that. Right. But on, on the internet, like another layer of passivity makes it kind of boring. Right. 
All right, next on the, uh, the what are we doing? The grid, the messages, mm -hmm. what are we looking at? Oh, I was just looking to see if that person responded. Okay. okay. Um, scrolling through. Talk to me about that picture. <gasps> okay, all right. So we another choice that we have found for a profile picture. There's someone on the grid. This is not a choice for me. Sure, that's, I mean, you know, it's a choice. Uh, but it is... Choices have certainly been made. Please describe. Yeah, this is just a close-up picture of, like, I'll say mustache down to, like, not even the bottom of the chin. So you get, like, the entire mouth. Uh, there's, like, a salt and pepper goatee going on. Really luscious, big lips, but they're, like, very hydrated. They're glossed, perhaps, probably. Like, glossy lips and a little bit of teeth. Think the opening... Not lipstick, but think the opening of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, it makes me think Rolling Stones is a little bit like it's very... Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's very, uh, here's my glossy... Lips parted, you see a little teeth. I mean, he knows he's got dick-sucking lips, like that's... Oh, it is a clear presentation yeah. of highly glossed dick-sucking lips. Yeah. Pillowy. He knows what he's advertising. And what is the um, what is his title of his profile? Oh, okay, so his username is your eggplant emoji, my tongue emoji. Yeah, I mean this is like the most cut and dry, clear messaging that I've seen in an immediate. I have I know what's going on there. You know that's kind of nice. I mean I know what's going on. Right, messaging very clear. Mm -hmm. I have like I need to see the rest of you. Yeah. I, mean, I need to see the rest of you. Well, let's, let's see if he has other I have photos. never seen a pair of lips and been just like, yep, dick goes if, in there. Well, the other thing that's interesting about Grindr, I'm pretty sure this is true. You can correct me if I'm wrong. You can have your thumbnail crop, and then you can have your profile crop, which can be different. Let's see. Let's see. Nope. Nope. Okay. We so get the, more of the beard. Yeah, the profile crop is a little bit... Uh, we have a, more pictures, though. A wider shot. Oh. Oh. I was not... In, I wasn't anticipating the is face. Is that the same person? He, well, pursed lips can change. The shape of the lips changed photo to photo because, like, a different pose, maybe? What? Oh, this is not. No, no, no. You're scrolling the wrong oh, way. I'm sure the wrong way. <laughs> I'm like, this is not possible. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I wish you could. I wish this were a video. Oh, my God. What just happened? Okay, so we clicked on the photo to kind of... It does change the crop. It shows you the wide shot. And there's another choice. He has, like, curly... Like the ends curled, like 1920s. Mr. Monopoly. Mr. Monopoly mustache. Mm -hmm. It is a. It's or like a pizzeria chef, uh, you know, spicy meatball. So, like, is this is a choice? Right. And it's all like there's just a strong aesthetic coming. It's like, uh, this is a strong aesthetic. It's yeah, strong it's like let me aesthetic. suck your dick with this little mustache riding you like. Right. So you to to be interested in this, mm -hmm. you all, you have to be a person whom only cares about the fact that those lips look like they would feel good on the dick. True, pillowy. And is okay with the fact that you have um um a cartoon mustache. Yeah. Like ah. you're you're just really asking a lot. Yeah, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean some people like if, you know, um, any hole's a goal kind of thing. Like, it's a mouth. It'll be just cool. Yeah, but if any hole's a goal, this goal? Right. This hole? Is this hole your goal? <laughs> if any hole is a goal, is this hole your goal? You know, I, I'm always curious about people's success rate with their choices. And I think this person, hopefully, you know, for them, of course, they've got stuff going on. Oh, okay. Other pictures. 
uh, out. Looks like, I don't know if they're traveling or if they're from somewhere else, but they've got a beautiful backdrop of like a cityscape and some looks like, like Europe. travel. Yeah, it looks like Europe and a very nice fashionable pose. Um, fashion choices are also really like androgynous and, and gender fuck for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see through mesh top, mm-hmm, with zebra pants. Yeah. Some jewelry going on. Ooh, some makeup. I was also wondering, so the lips ah. have a beautiful tint to them too, the glossy right. lips from earlier. I'm like, I wonder if that's a lip shade or if that's their natural lip. And then in one of these slides, it's a different lip color. Uh, and also there's, I don't know if it's a filter or if they actually applied makeup, but they've got like a cute eye look going on too. This is a, this, okay, so by swiping through the pictures, it becomes more mm-hmm. clear. I think so too. That who we're talking about is... At the very least, someone who likely identifies as gender nonconforming or is possibly in the arena of drag in yeah, a way. Yeah, they're not playing by the tri- to traditional rules. Right. Which artistic expression goes further that way. I feel like, I mean, maybe, I mean, this person obviously knows their experience better than I do, mm-hmm. but maybe if they went the other, because we, it took four swipes to get to this very you know, beautifully arti- like painted face, mm-hmm. wearing a turban, beaded blouse, like, like, yeah, it's only at the last photo that like, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. This was not what I was expecting. Sure. And there were, I mean, there are lots of people who, who are very attracted to, to, to what is being presented. And my question is, why wouldn't you do it the other way? And okay, why so, is the picture journey not the other? Why is it like, hi, beautiful gender nonconforming person? And then also who, got these pillowy lips and another right. Picture. Sure, because I feel like you're not going to. I feel like the 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 funnel yeah of the people who would probably be interested goes like it's like oh like I'm a certain person who like okay. Cool dick, dick sucking lips. Okay, mm-hmm. this mustache is a little wild. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so they're gender nonconforming. Okay. The oh, so fashion. like it's a full look. Like I feel yeah. like your your. I don't know. I think I would just. The dr- obviously, I don't. Th- this person knows their experience and what works for them better than I do. Yeah. But if I were this person, I think I would start with the last picture and be like, "Hi." Sure. So I want people who are into this. Right. I will. So what I'm also getting is like the journey was also exciting because it clarified. We I kind of we were. I think mm-hmm. like the cartoony mustache is the way that it was phrased earlier. But right. when you get the bigger picture, it's like, oh, no, it's deliberate. It's, and you know yeah. what? It's not. It's in earnest. And it actually kind of works for everything else going on. It's a very like well put together look when you get to see the whole entire person, I think, because it's so deliberate. And, you know, right. it's it's the choices actually make sense. Um, it's, oh, well, not, you know, whatever. Everyone's like, choice um, makes sense. Like, I like, was first thinking, like, just seeing the lip picture and then expanding the, mustache. the mustache, my head was like, Oh, this is like um, humorous, unhoused Williamsburg hipster. Yeah, right. This person is bringing a unicycle to the hookup. Sure, that is where my head went. Yeah. And then it's like, no, 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 no. It's a small piece of a beautiful sort of like makeup look. And the journey also of starting with the lips. I think that also might be their priority as far as like you know, I right. might be like, hey, this is my sex app. Here's a picture later on, and that's just in case things right. go in that direction. Huh. Well, the more you know. This was an exciting journey. It was a good one. I like right. this person for for opening our eyes and broadening horizons. Now, I I I am unfort and I say unfortunately because I think we should all wish we were sexually attracted to more things than we are because oh that would make life more fun. Absolutely. I'm not sexually attracted to this person. But I bet this person would be 
a very fun person to know. Yeah, and I'm glad that, I don't know, I got to eat my words on some of the judgment. I do. And I fully eat them. I eat yes. those words. I, I, I turn around once I see, and I have no shame in. But I do, I mean, I do think the, the way that the, this person has presented their journey. Right. Our, uh, our uh, experience was honest. Was, was an honest experience. Yeah. We, we, we discovered as we, as we went further. Right. We discovered them, and we discovered something about ourselves. That and, the judgment was quick, maybe. Yes. And we, we all learned something here today. <laughs> Just not judge a picture by, not judge a book by its the lips. thumbnail. Oh, yeah. By the mustache. <laughs> don't, don't, don't judge a book by its mustache. Yeah, yeah. That would that'd be the accurate title for this memoir. <laughs> and probably for this episode. All right, we're <laughs> going to take a quick break, and uh, we will be right back with a very special guest. All right, so I was introduced to Aaron Carr back in... It was during the pandemic. Uh, so they were doing a promotion. The company was doing a promotion on Instagram with Sherry Vine, friend of the podcast, and Jackie Beat, one day, I hope, friend of the podcast. And uh, I just was like, oh, you know, here's a brand who's, who's you know, wants to reach out to the LGBTQ community, is doing it through two drag icons and legends. So let me check into this company. So I, I reached out to the Instagram and we, you know, got a conversation going and uh, the owner was so lovely and sent me a whole bunch of free products and said she would love to work together. So I, I'm very happy to have this company with us here at Dying Alone Together. Thank this thank this product for bringing you this podcast by uh, checking out their products. Now, uh, there are two in particular. I guess I should only do one at a time. There are two in particular that I have folded into my regular skincare routine because I just – they're really great. So the one I'll talk about today is – Revenge, which uh, <laughs> on brand, on brand for Jack Tracy to have a skincare product called Revenge. Um, I once told a senior associate at a at a law firm. She asked me, "What's your number one motivation in life?" And I told her, "Spite." So Aaron Carr has a moisturizing face scrub with hyaluronic acid called Revenge. It is really soft going on. It has you know the little like textury little. You know, the scrub, the scrub shit that you put on your face and you scrub and it takes off all the dead skin. And I am constantly, um, humble brag, I am constantly uh, told that my skin looks great and I do not look like I'm about to have a 39th birthday. So uh, I think a lot of that might be due to this uh, this face scrub. Can't can't vouch for that. Can't, can't put science behind that. But, um, you know, try it. So you can get the Revenge Moisturizing Face Scrub and use it like I do, I do it once a week because uh, I don't want to irritate. I feel like doing a scrub too much is you can you can scrub too much. I feel like it's like it's like douching. Like you don't want to do it all the time because you're gonna ruin the sort of the the natural environment. Anyway, Aaron Carr probably doesn't want me using douching as an example, but hopefully you laughed. What were we talking about? Revenge. Claim your revenge. Over uh, uh, the cruelty of the aging process at AaronCarr.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-C-A-R-R-E.com. Yay, new ads. Welcome back, everybody. Today's guest, uh, we're going to have a very interesting, it's our first take at a segment like this. Mm -hmm. um, um, this guest is a musician. He is a podcast host. He is a collaborator uh, with Necessary Outlet. He appeared in the Daddy Made It video. He is also doing a duet with me on my next, on Intermission Volume 2, which is my series of cover albums. There will be a new cover of an Aaliyah song that he and I did together, and it's, it might be my favorite one of all of the covers I've ever done. It's mm. so hot. Uh, 
he is a good friend. And he was a he was a, someone that I dated and is a great sex partner. That's why this is new. We're right? going to talk about it. Oh, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cody Maurice Doggett. Hi, Cody. Hello, guys. How are you doing today? Doing good. Doing good. We are like on one. <laughs> like this weekend. These episodes are wild. Yeah. We have been talking about insane things. Mm-hmm. We have been very riffing off each other, laughing a lot. Like these are going to be some good eps. I feel good. I'm excited. I'm excited to be on. Thank you for having me. I know. And now we have an inaugural moment of talking to someone about how you... This is dangerous. I, well, I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad you guys are game. Right. About uh, about dating... Well, I guess I want to so know... So, JJ, I want you to just run yeah. this segment. Yeah, You yeah, lead exactly. it. You ask us questions. But first, let's have uh, Cody talk to us about like what... Uh, exactly. Uh, tell us about yourself, what you're working on. You're currently in a relationship, I understand. Tell us a little about yourself and your podcasts and your music. So yes, I am currently writing music. I'm hopefully will be recording an EP by the end of beginning of next year. And uh, I am in a relationship as we've been dating since January of last year, which has been amazing. Yeah. And I am a life coach as well. So I have to put that out there into the world because I am starting up that business right now and starting to get that all just doing all the things I need to do as far as websites and things of that nature in order to get my name out there in life coaching and just helping other people. And it's been amazing. So, yeah. Creative and helpful. What a yes. great endeavor to pursue. Cody is a very sweet person. Yes. Yeah, I've can... met, so I've only gotten to work with Cody once on the Daddy Made It set. And uh, I mean, that whole shoot was pretty lovely, but I definitely appreciated like Cody was just a very smiley, happy to, to game to, you know, put up with our shenanigans on set <laughs> and just kind of <laughs> play along. It was so, so much fun. So Cody, so JJ, yeah. go ahead and then uh, we're going to discover what it's like to, to date me. Uh, okay. Well, yes. My first question, is that how you both met or did you meet another way? What did, what was the beginning beginning? Who, do you want to take that? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we met on Scruff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we both were very interested in one another. We did the whole scruff thing that you do, sending pictures back and forth, chatting and getting to know one another. I am the type of person that where on the dating app, I like to kind of gauge the type of person that they are before I go over and bang their brains out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we did that whole thing. We chatted online. We, he sent me some very hot pictures. Um, I don't have a scruff anymore, but I, JJ, <laughs> I can tell you that they were very, very. He's seen them. He's seen them. I've seen, yeah, I've seen, I've seen Jack's photos. Yeah, I've he's. Only... Seen, I've shared the photos with him when when we we did it on our first episode where yeah. we kind of looked at each other's profiles to like what what, what we, how we present ourselves to the world. Right. So I have I have no problem showing him. My I've butt. seen Jack, but and I know Cody also. I can imagine because Cody has a pretty amazing body, very handsome guy. Uh, and and you can tell me to cut this out if you want to. I'll leave a nice space. And a big, big dick. <laughs> you can decide whether you want to leave that in or not. Yeah. Leave it um, in. I want the whole <laughs> Leave it in. I wanted to leave it in. That's right. I left it in. Hell yeah. Well, that's excellent. Okay. And then so you guys met on Scruff. Things went in the right direction. And so you actually got to... Uh, 
uh, meet up in real life and, and have a little fun. So let me let me tell you about. Yeah, guide me. I'll, I'll guide you. So from my perspective, I was in a state where so this is we're talking December twenty. Was this during the pandemic? It was, yeah. So this was dis. I think I'm gonna say December. Okay. Yes. This is November, December. November, December. So November, December twenty twenty. Okay. Twenty twenty. Yep. I recently unemployed. Yeah. Delta variant. You know, like dark days. No, Delta variant wasn't yet. I'm trying to. It's hard. Like time is so weird during the pandemic. Yeah. It was. It was. It was, uh, no, I don't think it was Delta variant. I remember this time being nervous about, uh, it's like still there was like other states were not right, right, as right. serious as like some of the cities. So Cody and I, of course, did the like, you were, you know, it was pre-vaccination. So it was like, you've been tested recently. I've been tested recently. Right. You know, like we had that conversation as well. And just to make sure we were okay with meeting, it was a one-on-one like mm-hmm. in the apartment. Um, um, but also I was in a very like, I was still. Being forced to be alone with myself during the pandemic and having lost my job and having no prospect, I had no idea what my next move was. I was just riding a severance. And at the time, like, like fighting to get unemployment insurance. And, like, mm-hmm. it just felt very dark and very, very, like, I, like, I have no idea what tomorrow is. I don't know what the next week is. Yeah. I don't know what next year is. I don't know. Am I going to have to leave my apartment? Am I going to be homeless? Am I, like, I don't know. Yeah. And at the time, my state on the apps was everything felt very impermanent Mm -hmm. and meeting someone on scruff in particular. Yeah. My main focus was just like, I just need someone to come over and make me feel good. Okay. I need someone to come over and make me feel good because I don't, I, the world's on fire. My life is upside down. Ah, I can promise no one anything. Yeah. And so from my perspective, it was like super hot guy, big fat dick talking to me in ways that, that I enjoy, uh, being talked to, like had the right sort of like dom sub dynamic that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and trustworthy enough. And to... I set it up because, but but then we 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 had some common interest as well. So it was like we do want to go out and meet each other. But I I it was my insistence that we start with the sex. Oh, cool. That like, and I did like a whole like I'm going to be on my knees waiting for you. You come in and you do whatever you fucking want. Yeah. I will be a very good boy, and then we can be. Then we can be, then after, we can be humans and, like, decide to get a drink, which we did. Gotcha. So we, for where I, I would not, that's not how I run things today mm-hmm. in in Camp Jack Tracy. Sure. But at that point in my life, yeah. it was just like, no, 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 I need the sex and I need to feel sexy and attractive and valued and good. Right. And then, because I can promise you nothing because my world is upside down, we can go get a drink and see if we're, like, cool too. Yeah. But sex first. So, so that was my, I'm the one who, right. who framed it that way. And then meanwhile, Cody, what was your sexual psychology for the shutdown at that point? Well, up until, I think Jack was my very first hookup as far as the pandemic was concerned. So oh. it was, I was very wary. And I was, like, he, he mentioned that we went through a whole bunch of, like questionings and just just making sure that everything was cool and everyone was yep. being as safe as possible. So mm-hmm. I was super nervous going over there, but then he said that he was going to be on his knees, and I was like, "All right, I'm ready to go." <laughs> that's I said the magic words. There we go. Yeah, exactly. So that's all it took right there. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm easy. <laughs> <laughs> so we had we had sex, 
It was great. Yeah. Cody was very talented. It was a lot of fun. And then after we went down the block to do outdoor, now this is still November, so it's cold, but we did like, it was like one of those heated outdoor cabana things that, that restaurants doing. It was, da- was it down at the Japanese restaurant? It was. It was, a or was it Dutch Kills next the, door? Yes, yeah, it's down the street. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, was, in, it was just uh, like a bar. Hmm. Right. And then we went down and had drinks and we found out we have this a very similar music brain and music taste. Yep. Yes, we had so we have so much in common. And then I found out that he was a Trekkie and it just we just started to click. And I was like, this is kind of fucking amazing that you can meet somebody in during the pandemic when you're so sequestered from everybody else. And it it just just boggled my mind that I could find that common connection with somebody else during this time when I felt so separated from everybody in life. Cody was one of those people where, like, sex was great. So, mm-hmm. like, we've talked about this on other parts of the podcast about how my sex brain works and how sometimes I put people in a category. So, like, he started out and just, like, I'm just – especially because that's what I was prioritizing. Like, he was fun category. Yeah. And then we sat there talking to each other, and I'm like, wait. Right. Wait. Oh. Oh. And it start, It changed for me in that moment of, like, wait, this is – to have this kind of, like – interest overlap mm-hmm. and the fact that he's so sweet and nice and the fact and i told you i like a switch i like someone who you know in the bedroom is just like suck this fucking dick yeah. and then like turns around and then it's just like a nice sweetheart and like life and i'm like oh uh, this is like I-, I realized that like even if maybe i wasn't fully looking for it and ready for it like well this person is a potential person okay but yeah but since you're at a point where you thought scruff everything was going to be temporary this was just like you needed to fulfill a sexual need there's like a box to check or whatever and uh you know you already had categorized him in one way mm-hmm. you got to know each other and it starts to change kind of, yeah it changed did you like compartmentalizing was it uh an, like a flip of a switch or was it kind of a gradual like what you know and i want to hear from cody too like do you do you categorize the same way do you compartmentalize your relationships Oh, for sure. I, yeah. You know what? I've never really had sex with friends in that nature. And I don't know. I've started to vibe with Jack on more of a friendship level. And that's mm-hmm. where the, the switch kind of came for me. And that's why I feel like we, we didn't like, or at least from my perspective, why we didn't take it down the, the dating route. Because for me, in my mind, like, this is a really cool guy. And I see him as a like a friend, like somebody that I was there for. Yes, we did have sex and it was fucking amazing, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy his company in, in on a friendship type level. So Isn't that's that where funny. the switch came for me. That's I'm, I'm, I'm so, cause I really want, I was really curious what your answer was to that because I, so then what happened, we met up again. Yeah. We had a second meet hang date. He came meet over hang. again. Anyway. Yeah. Had set no, we didn't have, no because here's the thing. This is so we didn't, and here's here's where here's where like my open ended the thing that I never really understood was, and then you can clear, and I think I now know what, it, and now I think I realize what it was. So for me, we were like, we're gonna have a YouTube, we're gonna go down a YouTube hole of '90s R&B music videos, yeah. and watch all of these like great music that like only like I was pulling out. He, I believe at some point you did say to me like. What does a white boy, how does a white boy know sparkle? You know, like, how do you know this? 
You know, and it's just like, I was pulling out references left and right. And we were like, we were watching 702 and SWV and then Vogue videos. And just like go, just going down, having a great time. Like, oh, do you remember this? Oh, do you remember this? Oh, do you remember this? And then we watched, wait, was there another date? No, it was all the same night. Yeah. And then we watched um, First Contact. Star Trek. Right, because we on a Star Trek vibe, so I pulled out my favorite Star Trek movie. So we watched Star Trek: First Contact, and here's for, here's my perspective. Yeah, this is what I thought in the moment. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we had a really great date. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. Uh, I'm starting to feel feelings, and so at the end of First Contact, like the movie's over, we you know done a thing. I look to him expecting like. Now we're going to go fucking fuck. Uh, and I was like, yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know what I said, or I, I made some sort of move. And from my, this is from my perspective. From right. my perspective, okay. Cody went, I'm really tired. I got to go. Sure. And was out of my apartment in like five seconds flat. Okay. And I was like, what did I do? Oh. Like, oh no. What, like, what did I, what? Happen. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's many. It's long ago, and we've worked right. together since. We were in a but, unique opportunity to but, like hear both sides. And then we never had a date again. Sure. So sometimes that's how the ship sails. The, the way that my mind went, it was like I thought I either let me be, let me be, let me be actually very um, dangerously honest with something. And this isn't dangerous to you, Cody. This is dangerous to me. Uh-oh. But let me just be very, very... Brave and vulnerable. <laughs> what was it called? Uh, what, what, what do you say? It's um, uh, controversial yet brave yes. or whatever. Yes. Okay. This is probably controversial. Okay. I am a cis white boy who looks like he turned Liesl into the Nazis. Oh. Like, that's what I look like. I yeah. know what I look like. Yeah. I look like I could probably be very racist. Oh, yeah. I okay. mean. Now, let me, let me, just let me think. I, that's what I, my face looks like. Sure. And I think sometimes when I explain that, like, I grew up in a household where it was all um, Tony Braxton, Janet Jackson, Little Kim, uh, Missy Elliott, Earth, Wind, and Fire Temptations, like that my musical taste is black people. Yeah. And has always been. It's my style. It's what informs what the music that I make. And black culture was something that was always around and very prevalent. Our um, our best friends down the street are like fa- like the family friends yeah. of was a black family. And mm-hmm. like like to me – I, and I don't mean I don't want I, the reason that I think this is controversial is I don't want to come off as one of these like I have a black friend. No, like, that's okay. not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to say is just that I was exposed early. to early and very much loved. My first cassette tape was Bobby Brown. Yeah. Like I was deeply, deeply entrenched and have an an a, a legitimate yeah with no love agenda and as a appreciation child. for right right, right right. And I worried. Oh. In our exploration of black music. And talking about this stuff. That you look like a tourist. If I came across like, if there was a, if, if I did something that came across, um, um, I don't know. Like, I a don't tourist. know what the word is. Like a tourist or like, like a, like a. Exploitative. Exploitative or I was worried that, that, or inauthentic mm-hmm. or if I, if I, if I had said something I didn't realize or if it felt like, um, um appropriative in some yeah. way that's where my brain went i was uh-huh. like i worried if i was a bad white person wow you look in the mirror hard whenever uh 
Well, because I know the sex was great, so yeah. it wasn't that. Right, right, right. Uh, like, gr- I know. Yeah. I know. I know what this is. <laughs> I know what it does. I know what it do. Like, I got it. So I thought, I was like, oh, no, I did something. And then we never talked again. And then I was like, then I thought, so that was for thought one in the evening. And then thought two later was like, I bet he's dating other people at the same time. And someone else took his interest, like, more. Hey. And and there we have it. Hey, wow. To get clarity on those moments is so rare. Right. Okay, I talked a lot. You go, Cody. Yeah, did you get any whiff of what Jack is talking about? Yeah, no. I, you know what? I did not. I would have, I probably would have apologized if I, and I would have kind of tried to assuage your fears if I would have known that you thought that you were, that you did anything to, to kind of like push me away or make you think that I thought you were being exploitative to, to the black culture. But I, I didn't, I didn't think that was the case. I thought that, that we had a good time. I thought we, we definitely connected, but I felt like on more on a friendship vibe. And then I, I probably dropped the ball because I was a little bit too scared to, I thought that maybe I didn't know how to break up, break, break transition from a romantic relationship to a, a more friendship type relationship that I was feeling. And quite honestly, if he would have, I'll tell you honestly, because yeah. this happens, this happens. Right. Occasionally some people do want to just be friends with me. Yeah. I, especially at that stage in my life when things were very dark and I was very negative, uh, which still appears here and there, uh, I probably would have been like, no. I don't need any fucking friends. No. Like, and, and, right. and I, that, no, I, I honestly would have done that. I probably would have just been like, oh, gee, I probably would have been salty. There you go. And, um, I wouldn't have been an asshole, but I probably just would have been a little, you know, short yeah. and moved on and, so, and been whatever. Cody, even in your hesitancy, you made all the right decisions for right. the outcome. Right. How did you guys, what was, okay. So after you guys had kind of like, you know, the ships have sailed, we're not, uh, doing another date or whatever. Why do you guys collaborate now? Like what happened next? Oh, I went back to the, I saw, cause I followed him on Instagram and I never unfollowed him. And yeah. so I kept seeing him Yeah. and, um, I dated a couple more people and, you know, things coming and going. And, uh, the, 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 there was a, the, a, a moment of there being an opening on my dance card. And I was like, Hmm, cause I have found this sometimes. When you date someone and you have good sex and it doesn't work out, if you step away for a while and you come back on a footing of like, let's just have sex. Sure. Sometimes that works. Yeah. So I went to get some more great dick <laughs> and he was very nice to say, I'm in a relationship. And oh. that's when I was like, oh, I bet you oh. he was dating or met that person right around the same time. And I bet that's what happened. I like thought that. Yeah. Cody, is that who you're with now? Is that it? Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, right. when he said January, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, word. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. The story has got so, so much So then depth. I was like, okay, I fully, without ever asking, I was like, I fully understand what happened here. And he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I'm dating someone and we're not open, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, I, you know, he said something about wanting to hang sometime. And then I remembered you were a singer. And I was like, actually, why don't we collaborate on some stuff? Uh, and now we have a song and he's in a music video. What the hell? That's like so kindred. It's actually like. Whenever I met you, Cody, I mean, I've known Jack for a few years and I got the vibes. Obviously, I knew you guys had been working on stuff together and that, you know, you're in the music video. So I did not, I, you know, knowing that Jack compartmentalizes and categorizes people as far as like professional relationships, sexual, dating. I used to alphabetize my Star Trek action figures before I was able to play with them. They had to get lined up in order. That's a, you know, that's... Alphabetized mm. by first name, then by last name, then by rank on the ship of who would be in charge if something happened to the captain. Oh. 
That is a uh, I which everybody forgets. Yeah, Beverly Crusher is a full commander, and she's number three. I know none of the words you just Picard, said. Picard, Riker, Beverly, Beverly, Data, Jordy Wharf, Beverly. That one, that one. Yeah. No. Uh, and then uh, I know all of them. But then, oh, really? But then, Deanna Troy in season seven oh, became a full commander. Oh yeah. So then it became. Picard, Riker, Riker Beverly, Bever- Troy, Troy, yeah, Data, Jordy, Ward. Dana, DOJ, that one, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I know that all of it. Anyway, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. It's fun to see like a you know diverse kind of uh, beginnings for for collaborators and friends and. Uh, you know, I don't know. I had no read on set. I was like, okay, I don't know what the story is. So it's kind of fun to get a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Well, uh. Look forward to a future, uh, not only Cody's EP, but also him appearing on a song with me. We also have this. So our voices, I'm very baritone bass. Cody is a very high tenor with mm-hmm. a beautiful, lilting, very soft, pillowy voice. Ooh. And when we did uh, the Aaliyah number, it made me think of TLC, mm-hmm. like me being the T-Boz and him being the Chili. Mm-hmm. I want to ask Mel if he wants to join us as a left eye Ooh. and cover a TLC song. Wow. I am so excited, actually. Hey. I have to ask him. I don't. I think Mel has collaborated out with me for the moment because we've done a million things together, so I'm giving him <laughs> some space. But I think after a couple months, I'm going to reach out and see if he wants to hey, do it. Yeah, you know, do that same trick that you did for uh, for Dick. You know, like, I'll, I'll... I have not had sex with Mel. No, 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 but I mean, like, the not trick for of, his like, lack of let trauma. me let it rest and revisit in a while. Let me, uh, you know, <laughs> right. poke around and see what's up. Well, Cody, if uh, people have fallen in love with you over this podcast um how can they reach out to you on social media well i my i have two so i have uh coaching social media kmd coaching on instagram and then i also have my i just post a bunch of thirst traps on mr maurice m-i-s-t-a-h-m-a-u-r-i-c-e so follow me on both of there both of those and you can yeah one leads to the other so yeah, they feed. Oh, I'm on Tag's podcast. Talk about gay sex. How could I almost forget about that? My collaborator is going to murder me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm on Tag's podcast. I'm on, which comes out Tuesday and Thursday. On, and it's on available on where all you can find all your podcasts at. So. We should talk about doing a crossover episode. Oh, my God. I would love that. I'm sure Steve would love that, too. Yeah, let's talk about that. And all right, we'll look forward to that, too. Especially when I tell him that we 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 dated, he's gonna <laughs> want you on in thirty seconds. He's gonna be like, "Have him call me right now." Basically, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, you can look forward to that too. Thank you very much for joining us, Cody. And we'll be right back after this break to either leave you with love and light or pick a fight. Thanks, Cody. And we're out. Cool. Yay. So you have a fight to pick, JJ. I do. I do. I'm picking a fight instead of leaving with Love and Light this uh, episode. Um, and it's semi-general, but uh, with with obviously specific consequence. But I'm picking a fight with comment sections. That's pretty broad. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, and I appreciate a democratic kind of a, you know, forum. Uh, everyone's weighing in, but the toxicity that is bred in a comment section from people finding the anonymity and the trolling value and whatever validity you can get from punching down that is in comment sections. I, well, the reason I thought about it too is because I, um, 
there's a sketch comedian that I enjoyed their videos on YouTube recently, and I scrolled down to see what the vibes were in the comment section. No, here's what it was. They had turned comments off yeah. on just sketch videos, which I thought about it like, oh, man, that's like the opportunity for uh, interaction. That's the opportunity for, you know, involvement with a fan base that, you know, a lot of people are trying to engage with. You know, even us, we're asking for you guys to comment and tell us what you like and tell us what you hate. Uh, and this this comedian decided like, hey, I'm going to share my art and it's not with the agenda of making it a forum. And I kind of respected that entirely. I've had to turn off comments to things before uh, on YouTube. Um, I've had to I've, I've put a, a layer of like limiting comments so that like if it includes certain words or or and, and for a long time only comments went live after I read mm. and approved them or not. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, that was extremely detrimental to my mental health because... Ugh, you'd have to read all of them. And so many of them were were just anti-gay like stuff. I think, you know, we have problems with the algorithm sorting us into our bubbles. Mm -hmm. But what it has done, I will tell you, I get very few anti-gay comments nowadays because I don't think they're serving my content to right. people whom would be would say something like that. Yeah. I like comment sections. I, I also, I mean, I hate that. You know, everyone talks. Never don't read the comments. Never read the comments. Right. And there was a time where I was getting a lot of hate on Instagram, um, and. Uh, trolled heavily mm -hmm. and what would make me f not feel better but feel less alone is go to the comment section of any female comedian oh my gosh yes it's, it's a horror show that is true what God. people feel free to like say to them yeah the entitlement to tell women how to do anything is... well and so it was like it was like oh i feel less like i feel less alone in being called a faggot who should die mm -hmm. in my instagram comments when i see uh extremely successful and wonderful and talented amy schumer like people like giving her rape threats and in what comments. a fucked up thing to bond over like, i know i know but it was just one of those right, things not... you feel when that happens to you you feel like it's only happening to you and like Ugh. the world hates you specifically um so sometimes it's there's right. you know camaraderie and sort of like no 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 no, no. this is a, a lot of like i take things like no this is a creative person's problems or a famous person's problems like you're you're making waves and this is what's going to happen yeah. and, but i believe the solution to this and people would hate it is that your online? I, well, I certainly believe the government needs to regulate online behavior, oh. and I think that your online behavior, like your online avatar, your your appearance online, when you interact, when you say something, when you post something, not what you're looking at, not your search history, not your your interest in your shopping, but like when you decide to step up to the town square and say something, mm -hmm. we need to know exactly who you are. Gotcha. So no, like no op-ed ghostwriting. No, you know. No op-ed ghost. I mean, there's, there's op-ed. No op-ed ghostwriting in terms of like I've because there's a filter system. I've submitted this to the New York Times. They've yeah. decided whether it's worth publishing or not. I'm saying town because they they Facebook is the town square. Instagram is the town square. Well, yeah. Well, if you get in the town square and start saying shit, I can look at your face and know exactly who you are. Okay. Right. So. Same. So no, docs, no, like no, abusers. no getting, no, no getting up there and talking and taking down and saying, you know, Kathy Griffin is a stupid cunt who should be, you know, murdered because she disrespected our president, mm -hmm. comma, 
uh, Beth Franklin from, uh, you know, from Nashville, Tennessee, age 30. I want to see who you fucking are. Okay. Who are you? So, you want to say that? Yeah. I want to see who you are. Okay. Because that'll make you feel a hell of a lot less confident about, that'll make you temper what you actually fucking say. Yeah. I don't want to limit your, your, your ability to speak. Right. But I want to know who's saying it. Yeah. I, you know, and I, it's complicated for me too, because I, uh, you know, I'm like an anarchist through and through. I don't think like, you know, I, I, I want to think of like the societal way that it can be addressed egalitarian and, and I think the comment section is that's it anarchy is. on display. Well, okay. It's, it's, uh, like it's anarchy in the fact that it's not regulated. Right. But, uh, anarchy is also about just trying to like figure out the best way for things to function without governance. And so it's, uh, you know, you can encourage things and right it sounds too soft without some kind of punishment or some kind of like you know vetting process or whatever you know this is this which i i think that sounds great it would be great if platforms kind of like you know implemented something that you know would would hold people more accountable um well because accountability then the problem with mm -hmm. accountability is that you're requiring a third-party service to judge yeah the, it's going to be by their morals. It's going to be by their morals, and their and their morals are based on how Money. they sell ads. Yes, exactly. So I'm saying, no judge. Mm -hmm. Let us judge. Mm -hmm. Let us know who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if 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 I think being able to post under Jack Tracy from Manhattan, New York, yeah, or um, 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 uh. uh vader darth vader fan 362 mm -hmm. what i feel comfortable posting under this are very different yeah yeah and i think so yeah i think that i agree it's uh my move is if you do if you're creative or if you share anything online that has a comment section and you you uh, become subject to abuse or to trolling or whatever um if they don't have the the courage to to also no, note who they are yeah. and that they have this opinion about whatever you're doing which hey i mean criticism is a good thing in some ways too like uh people if i share something that's offensive then someone needs to call me out for it um it needs to come from a human being in order to be taken seriously for one right. thing like otherwise it's just it's it's just more anger inspiring uh vitriol that that serves no purpose but but uh like no, education can't come from anger either i don't think and if you're an artist and someone is is trolling your artistic uh works um your i go with the brene brown uh only take criticism from people who are in the arena with you oh for sure if if the person who is commenting isn't also creating art and putting stuff out there and hustling their criticism isn't worth anything. Mm -hmm. Only people who are you on your level doing what you're doing, those people, they're your peers, the people who've put themselves out there to be vulnerable and to do that kind of stuff. Their opinion matters. Everyone else is just a potential audience member, and not everybody likes everything, and fuck them. They're just not part of your audience. You'll find your audience. Uh, love and light for me, to try to brighten this a bit, to <laughs> – I'm going to love and light a past um, Dying Alone Together – podcast uh, guest uh, who i went out with last night freddie cosmo oh hey freddie cosmo friend of the podcast friend of everyone uh new york city nightlife luminary mm -hmm. uh we went out to talk about uh, collaborations in the music scene and in new york the gay music scene specifically we've got some plans we've got things in the hopper we're we're, we're trying to get some things going and it was just really nice so I'm also I'm gonna extend this also to Bubbles the Boob, yes, who is a drag queen who was the host when I performed at Club Coming recently. Mm -hmm. um, it is very, I don't know if people understand this, especially people I work with. 
I rarely know if what I'm doing is good or not. I don't get a lot of like, we're just talking about feedback from, from peers. I don't get a lot. Sometimes I really feel like I'm flying blind. There are times that I get off stage and I'm just like, was it good? It felt good. Did people like it? I don't, I don't know. That's, and I want to give love and light because Freddie and then Bubbles, um, uh, I'm going to try to get Bubbles in the podcast. Uh, They like Bubbles pulled me after club comic, like I, after I did my set. And like took me by the hand and was like, that was really hot. You you got something going. You should keep going. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is a, okay, thank you signal that I'm going in the right direction. I don't get a lot of these signals. Thank you. And Freddie also, he said something. He was like, you know, I know sometimes you feel frustrated. You can't use, you're getting gigs. Yeah. You're doing, like, not everybody gets invited to go perform in Playhouse. Yeah. Not everybody gets invited to come drop into this party. You know, the money will come. The things will come. You're being asked. We people see you, and people that you don't know see you. See you. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're out there. And then um, DJ Chauncey, who's a really great uh, DJ, works at the Stonewall, connected with people, came up to me and he was like, "Oh, I just want you to know, I submitted you for a nomination for a Glam Award." Listen, yeah. And I was like, "Well, I'm not going to get it because I'm nobody knows who I am, but it's fine." But I was like, "Oh," and he was, and it's just like, "Oh, I am." Did these, thank you to Freddie and to anybody who has taken time to pull me aside to let me know that I'm on a good path and I'm doing good things and I'm doing the right thing. Because uh, I don't get a lot of those guideposts. And a lot of times I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and if it's hitting and if, if it's working and if I'm doing the right thing. So anybody who takes time out of their day to let me know that they enjoyed what I did, that they like it, and they think I'm moving in the right direction, thank you. Love and light to you. Amazing. And that closes out Dying Alone Together. Uh, thank you for joining us as always. Uh, of course, if you're listening to us, you're especially this far into the podcast, you're obviously subscribed. Uh, if you're not, please do that right now. If you are subscribed or just subscribing right now, please also drop a comment, drop a review, give mm-hmm. us some, any amount of engagement because that pushes us into other people's recommendations. So it helps us get out there just by clicking that five star, just by writing that quick review. It really helps us. Please, If please, you're tempted please, to you. leave vitriol, just do something else, though. No, do, I, I honestly, at this point, do that, too. Because the comment's a comment at this well, point. Well, okay. Do, I mean, yeah, do whatever. I'm not going to. And we'll talk about it on the podcast. That's and we'll right. We'll shade you. But um, we'll we're not going to take it seriously, especially if you don't have a name and shit on there or whatever. Right. Uh, so, so, uh, please leave us some level of engagement. You can also engage with us on social media. Our Instagram handle is at Dying Alone Podcast. Uh, you can also find me at, at Jack Tracy Official. And me at JJ Bozeman. Dying Alone Together is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. You can find more from Necessary Outlet at www.necessaryoutlet.com or on the Necessary Outlet YouTube page. Do not forget to like and subscribe.